is not the answer Never was, never will We will never live in peace unless and until We learn to love each other Not bomb, maim and kill Cause war is not the answer Never was and never will Think of all Hello, my name is Julie Estime With Massachusetts Peace Action And you're listening to Peace Zone Peace Zone is a series featuring a wide variety of expert speakers who all want the same thing, peace. We'll do our best to keep you up to date with the most pressing issues of injustice. This week's episode comes from the Building Sustainable Security Conference that happened November 21st. This segment features Barbara Maidaloni, president of Massachusetts Teachers Association, MTA. Barbara spoke on the destabilization of public education and the need for sustainable education. Good morning, sisters and brothers. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm really excited to be here. Um, so I've been thinking about this idea of uh, asking um, the Massachusetts Teachers Association president to come and speak about uh, or speak in the context of sustainable security. Uh, and, and in thinking about that, um, it sort of makes sense. In the last two weeks, I've uh, attended two safe school summits uh, across the state uh, in which educators um, and district attorneys are uh, wrestling at the school level with the same questions that we are wrestling with nationally uh, in terms of how to response to a climate, how to respond to a climate of fear and uncertainty and danger. Uh, relative in our schools, uh, both to things like school shootings um, and also the the violence that students experience every day uh, in schools. Um, That isn't necessarily about gun violence, but uh, about bullying and racism uh, and and leading to the school-to-prison pipeline. And and so it's interesting for me to sort of think about how... uh, public education in this country uh, is experiencing the same processes uh, that we are experiencing internationally and nationally. Uh, and, and, and my desire to frame the question of safe schools in the same way that I'm hoping that we can frame the question of safety and security internationally uh, and nationally. And, and that is to understand that there's been a profound destabilization in each of those places. Uh, public education uh, has been destabilized. Uh, it is experiencing, um, and this is relative to the Raise Up Massachusetts, uh, austerity uh, discourses and austerity practices are destabilizing our public schools. So in Holyoke, Massachusetts, when they decide that Holyoke schools are failing, they say, you have to fix your schools and we're not giving you a penny more to do that. They say poverty is not an excuse. This isn't about money. And they make that argument and, and, and they destabilize schools through austerity. They destabilize our schools through charter schools that suck enormous amounts of money out of our public schools to create a two-track system, and the students in public schools have fewer opportunities and fewer choices. They destabilize our public schools by using high-stakes testing 
which grew out of the eugenics movement, which is the best, the thing that testing predicts better than anything is the socioeconomic status of the family that the child lives in. They use that to destabilize our schools and prove that our schools are failing. They use a teacher evaluation system that, is the same, that, that brings a quality of surveillance to the daily life of teachers, of educators, that is, that is a, a microcosm of the surveillance that we are all anxious about and experiencing in the broader level. The processes are the same. And the processes are, as Chuck was saying, about a predatory capitalism, about a way of thinking about public education that's about privatization, that's about uh, attacking the, the public good, the possibility of the commons, and leaving each of us, if we're not careful, in a space where we're incredibly anxious, we're profoundly stressed, and we experience ourselves as isolated from each other. That's how they destabilize. So it's not just an economic destabilization, it's not just the violence of racism, but the result is a, a, a way that we come to know ourselves in the world as isolated and separate and unable to respond uh, to that. That's the target, that's the idea. So when I understand that context for public education, it helps me to think about what do we need to do in order to grow resistance, not only to preserve public education, not only to preserve the strength of union democracy within public schools, but to connect that to the larger project as we move into the next phase, as we make this transition to the new world and have an opportunity and, and, and a moral responsibility to create the world that we want. Public education is the space we can do that. They know that. Our enemies understand very clearly that the possibilities of public education as a place to create people with a capacity for empathy, with a capacity to ask critical questions of our political structure, to join together then through a shared understanding, to act. That's what public school can be. So they're working very hard to make sure that isn't what it is. And when we push back, and we organize. We have to organize an, around a vision for public education that includes that it can be an activist space, that it's an organizing space, that it is a space where young people begin to have the opportunity to experience themselves as powerful in the world. Powerful not as individuals, but powerful as people connected to each other, creating the world that we want. As a union leader, it's important for me, and it's the work that we're trying to do within the MTA, to begin to do that within our union as well. Too long our unions have worked to, uh, at best, sort of accommodate ourselves within a system that was destroying a lot of people. Uh, we can't do that anymore. As Carl was saying, we need to take sides. And we need to take sides with our students uh, who are homeless, who experience uh, the violence of racism every day as they walk in the world, uh, with their parents who are working three jobs and still don't have health insurance. We need to take sides in a very serious way. And so our unionism needs to grow. Our unionism needs to be, uh, include our bread and butter issues, um, 
in, but, but deep into at the, at the workplace site uh, to, to a demand for, for democracy in the workplace and democracy not just in the workplace for educators but for democracy in the workplace for every working person uh, our, our union demands need to grow for economic and racial justice that's why I'm so excited to be a part of the Raise Up Coalition uh, and our union demands need to include our union experiences and again I really appreciate the way you frame this go into other spaces go into the spaces where our students live go into the spaces where their parents uh, ex experience and live their faith and do their community organizing that level of social justice unionism is going to be key to the movement that we want to build uh, and what it offers, and what I try to talk to my members about all the time, in living that version of unionism, we are, we are already resisting. You know, the, 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 the regime under which we all live right now is a regime that works very hard to, to, to narrow the ways that we get to know ourselves in the world. That's what testing does, right? It narrows a student's way of knowing herself in the world. That's what the teacher evaluation system does. It narrows our sense of what's possible in the classroom. Uh, so our job in living this, in being here, in the ways that we come together, we are resisting. And I, I think it's really important to remember that because these are, I, I appreciate that we're lucky to be here, but damn, it's scary sometimes, right? Who, who knows which way it's gonna go? Uh, it's going to go the way we want to go the more we live together in these possibilities, uh, claim our space, value our humanity and the humanity of our brothers and sisters, and grow our movement by living our movement. Uh, so that's what we're trying to do in the MTA. That's what we're trying to do in the coalitions that we're a part of. Um, and that's all I have to say. Thanks very much. Thank you, Barbara, for featuring in the sixth segment of the Building Sustainable Security Conference. For more information about upcoming events, visit www.masspeaceaction.org. Thanks for listening and have a great rest of your day.